Hi guys, welcome back to the In My Room podcast with Grace and Aaliyah. I am Aaliyah. And I'm Grace. And today is a kind of a different one than what we've been doing recently. Yeah. Um, we're going to be looking at our birth charts and not comparing them, but just talking about them and, you know, trying to see if it really is like our identity. Uh, True to us. Yeah. And, uh... And then we have a little segment um, towards the end, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to be talking more on my house that's haunted. So if you guys were interested in that, stay tuned for that. Mm-hmm. Let's begin. Yes. So we got on the website astrolibrary.org just to look up our birth charts and stuff, you know. Something that was free. It wasn't the website that I was looking for. I could not find the website I was looking for. But whatever. It's better than Snapchat. You, you can you can see all of your astrological things on uh, Snapchat yeah, <laughs> if you're interested. I saw that. Um, I'm trying to boycott Snapchat. Yeah. Not my favorite app in the world, I gotta say. Yeah, probably one of my least favorite. Yeah. Very toxic. Very toxic. So toxic. Nope. We're having a little ordeal on Snapchat, actually, as we speak right now, because Austin is being a little shady biatch. <laughs> <laughs> I said it, and I went there, and I did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he doesn't like to talk to us anymore, y'all. Yeah, I feel like, I think we talked about that. Yeah, we talked about this a couple times, actually. We, we usually would not talk about it on a public platform, but it's gotten to the point where we can't even get a hold of him. Who lives in the same little town that we do. Mm-hmm. This is an example of, like, what we said. Like, we're very dramatic when we text him. That's just, like, kind of our way of being funny about it. Right. So, I'm going into surgery tomorrow. Yeah. Just to get my wisdom teeth out. Nothing big. Um, but we we texted him. And we were like, Aliyah's going into surgery tomorrow. And she just wanted to say her last goodbyes. <laughs> yeah. He goes, like, oh, okay, goodbye, Aaliyah, LOL. LOL. LOL at the end, like, come on, man, like, I'm trying to say. He has no idea, like, she could be going into open heart surgery for all he knows. Yeah, I could have had a heart attack. (laughs) And he wouldn't have ever known because he's just being shady. Yep. And we tried calling him multiple times, and he just won't answer. He declined my call. Yeah, he just lets mine ring. Yeah. Well, anyway, we digress. Yeah. This is not what we're talking about right now. No. Okay. We can't get heated. This is birth chart time. Yes, yes. Okay, so my son is in Taurus, um, but we we Ben knew about that one. Right. Yeah, that's like the basic one everybody knows. Mm -hmm. Um, This here says you are a reliable and solid individual. You have a strong need for stable routine and security. You can be stubborn. Others can rely rely on your down to earth nature. I would say that's pretty true. Mm-hmm. I I do definitely rely on routine. Mm-hmm. And I'm very stubborn. <laughs> very much so. <laughs> very much so. Um, and I try to be down to earth. I don't know if other people think that, but... <laughs> <laughs> You're down to earth. I'm looking at my items and they're like really problematic. <laughs> You're an Aries, that's why. Uh, yeah. So my son is an Aries. Um, they say... You can be inspirational, courageous, enthusiastic, original, independent, impatient. No. 
Impatient, right? Yeah, impatient. Impatient. I haven't been to school for a while, so. <laughs> impatient. <laughs> Aggressive. Headstrong. Selfish. Self-centered and impulsive. Your energies are directed towards building a new individuality. Thus, all your energies are directed towards yourself and what you want. <laughs> okay, T. <laughs> <laughs> That's... Okay, they're making me look like... I have no empathy for anything, but I am very empathetic, but they're all, they are right. Like, Aliyah and I have been talking about college a lot, and I've been kind of, I guess, assertive with my views on schooling, mm-hmm. um, because I want the best, what, what's going to be best for me in my situation. So in that, I think I'm headstrong. Yeah. <laughs> and your energies are directed toward building a new individuality, which resonates with me. Mm-hmm. Because nobody's doing it like me. Well, you you are. But... <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, trying to say, I'm not copying you. No, no, no. 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 That's not what I'm trying to say. Like, nobody at school, at our school, nobody's doing what we're doing. Yeah. They're all they're all gonna go be a doctor or a nurse or No doctors. There's no doctors. It's all nursing. No, I do know one person who says they're gonna be a doctor. Oh. She goes by the same name as me. Oh Damn, I didn't know I well I don't I don't have any classes with her, so I had plenty with her in my day. Um <laughs> the next one it says you are generally strong. Quiet. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, deliberate. <laughs> we'll get into that in a little bit. Yeah. Um, deliberate, practical, determined, persistent, perceiving, compassionate, and loyal. You get you like getting your hands on your work, building things, and seeing the tangible, practical results of your effort. Routine work does not bother you as long as the end result is useful and serves some concrete purpose. Yeah. Um, I don't like working. <laughs> I don't like building things. I don't know if that's supposed I don't to think mean. I've ever seen Aaliyah build anything. <laughs> oh my god, when I was a kid, I used to take, like, just a block of wood. Y'all, we, we are, like, it, in the country, okay? So we got really nothing better to do. Mm-hmm. But when I was a kid, i take, like, this big block of wood and just screw screws into it. <laughs> <laughs> And oh, that's and, exhilarating. And sometimes I used the hammer, but it didn't, didn't hit the same, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> it just wasn't the same. didn't have the same. Mm-hmm. Um, mine says, you like roles where your leadership abilities are put on display. You have executive and organizing ability, which is mainly directed in starting things. Sustaining projects is not your strength, but initiating projects is. Yeah. <laughs> The tendency to do, um, they quote, damn the torpedoes, end quote, and ram full speed ahead must be controlled. You are capable of great accomplishments if you learn how to constructively use your abundant energies. Right. I'm very, I'm determined. I always want to, like, do something, like, start new things to research. Um, so, yeah. And I do like being in charge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I think that's why me and you work very well together. Because we both like being in charge of mm-hmm. things. And so, like, we found a way just to do it together. 
Mm-hmm. Like, with this podcast, for example, like, there, there's not, like, a quote-unquote boss of it. Right. It's, like, we're both putting in, like, the same amount of effort mm-hmm. with it. Yep. You know? Yeah. We have nobody telling us what to do. It's all us. Mm-hmm. But what's, what's, what's the friggin' non-brothers thing? Dive Studios, if you want to sign us, we're, uh... Yeah, Dive Studios. We like K-pop. We're well, K-pop stands. Um, yeah. Eric Nam, I didn't know you could you you sang. Um, that, yes, that, you did. Yes, I did. <laughs> I totally did. We like to joke that we didn't we don't we don't know that you make music. So every time you release something, we're always like, Eric Nam makes music. Oh my God, I saw him on my for you page today. He released another song. Yeah, he did. Um, he texted us about that. I think I accidentally texted like stop in all caps. Oh. <laughs> Maybe I think yeah. He was getting annoying. <laughs> Sorry, Eric Nam. We love you, though. And we will we will be signed by Dive if they want us. Yeah. All the Nam brothers, we love you. Peace and love. Peace and love. Okay, this is the last one I will be reading off of my Taurus category or whatever. Pla- placement? That's what it's called. Placement. Oh. <laughs> Cash money. Um... Yeah. Possessions and material things are usually of great significance to you. This is because you don't feel emotionally secure unless you can see and touch the objects you own. This intense need to possess and enjoy with the senses can drive you to be extremely productive and extremely... What's that word? More. Acquisitive. There we go. I got it. Lesser evolved Taurus natives can treat people as objects or possessions, thus leading to difficulty in relationships. I don't see people as objects. <laughs> um, I'm not one of those Tauruses. One thing about me is I love buying for people. Yeah. Like, I don't like... I mean, I've kind of gotten over it now, but... Before I had a job and everything, and I had significant, like, money, like... Yeah. Money coming in, I should say. Um, I didn't like spending my money on me. Because I, I... Like, at the time, I only had, what, $50 at a time to go to the mall. I didn't like spending that $50 on me because it would just make me feel extremely anxious. And, like, I wasn't going to buy the right thing with it. Um, I don't really feel that way anymore now that I have a job. Well had a job i just got laid off (laughs) story from another time um yeah but i love buying for people like especially like food for some reason like i love buying food for people yeah i'm full right now yeah girl i just spent 36 dollars on you (laughs) i i i mean i could pay you i could send you some money cash at me <laughs> i don't have cash app no okay i have venmo you can venmo me i don't have that so i mean i probably could get that set up but i'm not going to <laughs> <laughs> um is that all you gotta say um yeah yeah i just i, I like being generous with my money i don't like yeah. keeping it all for myself yeah um mine My next one says, because you can be pretty self-centered, you must remember that other people may have good ideas and can assume responsibility in leadership roles, too. I don't like this narrative that they're putting on me that I don't take other people's ideas into consideration. Because for everybody who's listening information, this was all Aaliyah's idea. And look at me. We're doing it. And we're having a great time. Yeah. Except I'm being slandered. 
by this astrolibrary.org, the forward slash free birth chart, forward slash. Or is that a backslash? I don't know. That's a backslash. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, this one, the, this wait, last. Wait, wait, wait. I, I wasn't done. With... Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Your, your natural tendency is to stand alone and do everything yourself, but cooperation with others can be very effective in getting things done to and to the end, rather, rather than simply starting new things and quitting before completion. You have a tendency to start a project and suddenly lose interest in it if progress is too slow or things have become too complicated. Yeah, that's true. I will admit to that. But, um, I feel like I'm being, like, scolded or lectured by this website telling me that you need to listen to other people. But I do listen to other people, so. In their face. Okay. I lied to y'all before. Because she's getting scolded, and so now I think it's my turn to be scolded. This last paragraph under Taurus. Girl! This is a huge paragraph. But it's all bad. (laughs) So, now for real is my last one under my Taurus placement. You have a lot of harmony and beauty, and you can you can be extremely affectionate and romantic. But you have to decide. You have a decided fear of loss. This feeling can usually accompany this fear of loss: are possessiveness, jealousy, laziness, stubbornness, and ex- extra. I don't know what that word is. Where extravagant? Extravagant. <laughs> I haven't been to school in a long time. <laughs> Okay, me too. If there's no desire to possess anything or anyone, then there is no fear or loss. You need to learn to desire only mental and spiritual things and release the desire to possess people emotionally and physically. Your other need is to find true sense of values. You need to learn detachment. You must be willing to let go of people and things. Well, like, I would like to say that's all wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I definitely can be a very jealous person. Um, I, I I'm not flaunting that because I know that's a bad thing. Yeah. I'm kind of just being honest about it. I do get very jealous. Um, I can understand that because I, I feel that too. And uh, I do have a fear of loss, but I think that's not because I'm a Taurus. I mean, it could help the fact. But, like, things that have gone on in my life... Um, you know, I, yeah, um, and I do have a very hard time, like, quote-unquote, like, desiring people, I guess, that's how they worded it, um, I'm just not a people person, I guess, I, I, the, the way I see it is, like, I don't need that many people in my life to be happy, and I don't really want that many people in my life, honestly. Um, you, hold on. You need to learn detachment. Girl, I do know detachment. And you must be willing to let go of people and things. I am a pro at letting go of people, okay? Okay, y'all? I'm a, she is. I am a pro. Like, I've been there, done that once or twice. I mean, maybe a little more than that. But. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, mine, this is my next one. 
says, You're very straightforward and are neither subtle nor devious. You say what's on your mind and you pull no punches. You don't hold grudges and although you can get quite angry, you do not shut, you don't hold it in and stew it. Stew, oh my lord. Let me just read that sentence again because I'm not doing good. Mm -hmm. You don't hold grudges and although you can get very, you can get quite angry, you do not hold it in and stew about what bothers you. You blow in and out like a great midwestern thunderstorm. It may be violent while it lasts, yeah. but it's usually quick over quickly. Yeah. 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 Um, That's very true. Yeah. She doesn't get very angry very often. No. But when she does, <laughs> y'all, get out of her way because she she gets angry. <laughs> she can get angry. <laughs> yeah, I can. And and I will. Mm -hmm. Oh, she's making a fist right now. <laughs> trying to punch the air. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> okay. That is directed towards somebody who we talked about in the beginning of this podcast. Austin, if you're listening to this, we hate your guts. <laughs> <laughs> we have bad blood right now. Yeah. Why don't you answer my phone calls? Alright, let's go back. Okay. <laughs> so, Ascendant is in Scorpio. Interesting. That, that's different from the one I have on Snapchat, because let me, let me look at the one I have on Snapchat. I'm pretty sure it's Pisces. Um, yeah, I'm fairly sure it's Pisces. Oh, no, my rising is in Scorpio. Okay, never mind. My moon is in Pisces. Okay, anyway, rising is in Scorpio. People of Scorpio rising tend to be secretive, deep, withdrawn, mysterious, reserved, hard to understand, courageous, willful, persistent, stubborn in thought, creative, self-reliant, self-controlled, except perhaps with passions... And silent. <laughs> I am so mysterious right now. Oh my <laughs> god. So I'm so mysterious. No, I'm not mysterious. Maybe to people who don't know me. Right, I could see that. Yeah. To people who don't know me, I, I'm t I might tend to be mysterious. Um, secretive? No. With my parents, yes. <laughs> but with like, any of my friends, I tend to overshare a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Deep, I can get deep. We got so deep eating ice cream. <laughs> we oh, wait. Uh, uh, and this has been in my room. <laughs> oh my god, we can share that later. Oh, maybe. Right now. Right now. Okay, we're kind of we're kind of teasing it a lot. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> we were talking about this one time. I was on Omegle, and you know I typed in the tag K-pop. Because I, people under the TikTok tag were getting hella boring. Okay. And so the first guy I talked to, he kept compare, comparing himself to idols. He kept saying that he was 5'11", like Minhyuk. He had an Australian accent like Felix. You know, this, that, and the other. Comparing himself. And we were just having, like, just a conversation about K-pop. It, it was, like, the longest conversation I've ever had on Michael. And then this dude, he, he comes out with the fact that he is a, a K-pop porn, porn star. <laughs> Can't make this stuff up. I cannot make this up. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wait, what? 
<laughs> he was like, do you want to see one of my videos? And I was like, no. <laughs> I just skipped. <laughs> gotta go. I gotta go. And I'm like, I just thought it was so funny that he just kept comparing himself to idols. And then he was like, yep, yeah, K-pop porn star. K-pop porn star. And like, if I did watch any of that, it wouldn't be K-pop. <laughs> like, it just wouldn't be K-pop. Like, no. I'm sorry, guy, but it just wouldn't be K-pop. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's kind of weird. Yeah. It's really weird, actually. <laughs> All right. And um, back to what I was saying before that. Um, persistent is in here. I feel like I'm very persistent in what I want. Mm-hmm. Like, when I want it. Um, stubborn in thought. Again, yeah. Very stubborn. Creative. I am very creative, but in different ways than, like, what other people. Yeah. Um, like, with the podcast, it's, like, a creative outlet for me and you. Right. And so it's just one way of being creative. We have a lot of projects. Like, we just, we have just a lot, you know? Um... And silent. Depends on the situation. Most times, yeah. Pretty quiet. When I'm, like, not with people that I know. Self-reliant. Very independent person. So all of these seem to be pretty pretty true. Yeah. Um, my ascendant is in Virgo. Um, people with Virgo rising tend to be practical, analytical, discreet. Discriminating. Jeez, Grace. Okay. (laughs) Fastidious. Okay, whatever that means. Careful, exacting, attentive to details. Methodical. 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 Okay. Quiet, unassuming, shy, critical, thoughtful, and somewhat self-centered. You have... In you have an ingenious, active, and alert mind. Gaining knowledge and putting it to good use are important to you. Yeah, that's important to me. Um, practical. I'm very practical. I think I'm almost too practical. <laughs> I don't know. Um, analytical. Sure. Discriminating. Whatever. No. Do you discriminate against me? No. That's kind of hateful for them to say. Um, They actually hate you. They don't (laughs) like me. Let me just search search what that means exactly. Because discrimination isn't a good thing. A person showing refined taste or... Okay, wait. Or good judgment? Having or showing refined taste or good judgment. Yes, I am! (laughs) Oh, okay. So in the good way, you're discriminating. In the good way. You're discriminating. Yeah. That's just... Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think I have very good judgment. Uh, Hold on. Fastidious. Very attentive to and concerned about... Accuracy and detail. Yeah. I am kind of a perfectionist to some things. Like, mm-hmm. in some areas of my life, like, they just need to be perfect. But other areas, I'm okay with, you know, 
kind of just letting it go. Careful, of course, safety first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Exacting. Making great demands on one's skill, attention, or resources. Sure. Attentive to details? Yes, queen. That is so me. Uh-huh. Yeah, I follow the directions with methodical. I'm quiet. I'm assuming. I assume a lot of things, though. Yeah. <clears throat> critical? Mm-hmm. If you don't think I'm critical, I'm just not saying anything. <laughs> Thoughtful, sure. Somewhat self-centered. I don't think I'm that self-centered. That's why I said somewhat. But on my my son is saying I'm very self-centered. So, yeah. Um, okay. I was just going to ask you if you're done. Yeah. yeah. There's just, there's pulp in this. Ew. <laughs> pineapple pulp. <laughs> I'm drinking a lot of pineapple juice right now, y'all. Yeah. We, we had to go find a can. We looked at Walmart first. and then Yeah, then we had to go to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. They yep. had it, but they switched the whole store around yeah. after how many years? It's been, it's been the same exact way for the 17 years that we have been in this town. And then some. And then they just switched it all up. Like, for what, though? Who, what do you gain out of that? I'm sure it's a market, marketing tactic, but it's stupid. It's bad. It's a bad marketing tactic. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay. Um, this is going to be my last one under my rising sign. Um, you have great determination and strength, enough to overcome any advisory, even yourself. You need to overcome resentment, possessiveness, and jealousy. <laughs> there may be a fascination, preoccupant interest, and or ability to occult, death, sex, or healing. That makes me uncomfy to say that <laughs> out loud. Um, you can be a daredevil or an angel. Or <laughs> you can be not, not a daredevil, yeah. It's just a devil. I don't know what I'm... <laughs> I haven't been in school in a long time. You can be a devil or an angel, the eagle or the stinging scorpion. Um. Yeah, I've had to go through a lot, and I've done it with some great strength. I think. Um, try to be strong about it. Um. You know, overcome resentment, passiveness, and jealousy. I have a hard time doing that, because. I hold grudges. Yeah. For a very long time. After the fact that the situation happens. Um, I've been trying to work on that, but, you know, that's just who I am, y'all. I, I hold grudges. Um, uh, maybe a fascination with... I don't understand that one. Um, you can be a devil or an angel. I... Yeah, I could be either, like, the good person in the story, or the bad person, I think, depending on who you ask. Yeah, right, right, it's all subjective. Yeah. With test, I'm the bad guy. Yep. 
With Austin, I think I'm a bad guy, too. Oh, yeah, we're so the bad guys. I'm <laughs> the bad guy. She's so canceled, too. She's so Billy? Canceled. Billy equals canceled. Um, I guess I'll read my freaking lecture paragraph. They tell me what to freaking do with my life, even though they don't know me. <laughs> Damn, okay. You need to learn to digest every experience and assimilate without bitterness, regret, spite, or resentment. You need to get rid of any negativity that stems from a feeling of inadequacy. You tend to look younger than you really are. No matter what your age, you are are very restless and nervous, so you seldom have much weight on you. At times, you can be very indecisive and unsure. Um, okay, let's work backwards in this paragraph. Because I started saying good things about me. I didn't, I didn't <laughs> read that far. Um, you can be very indecisive and unsure. Uh, yeah, Alina had to decide where we went to dinner, because I couldn't make up my mind. We can never make up our minds, so. though. Right. That, that's, that's our that, problem every time. Every single time we hang out. Every time. Um, and we have so much more choices now that you can drive! Aaliyah has her driver's license! Oh my god, yeah, I didn't tell y'all. Uh, last time we recorded, I still had my permit. Yeah. Now I have my driver's license. And now we can go places. Yep. Alright. Um... You are very restless and nervous, so you seldom have much weight on you. Um, yeah, I'm a very nervous person. I don't think I'm restless, though. Yeah, sometimes I could be restless. I don't think I'm very restless. Um, do I seldom have much weight on myself? How does yeah, that make I, sense? Yeah, I don't know what that really means. Seldom means, like, you rarely do. No, yeah, I get that. Yeah. I, mean, I know what that means, but, like, the weight part, like, what like what type of weight are they talking about? Are they talking about, like, body weight, or are they talking about, like, weight of, like, all your problems? Or, like... Because I have a lot of weight on right now, problems-wise, not body size-wise, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, but that's both of them to assume that I don't. Yeah. You tend to look younger than you really are, no matter what your age. Um, well, my friends thought that you were 13. Yeah, do I look 13? No. Absolutely not. No, I don't look 13. I look, I think I look like my age. I think as I age, though, I'm not gonna look. Right. Like, I'm, like, right now, I look like what, how old I am right now. Wait, have we? Yes, we've said it. Okay. I look like I'm 17. But I feel like as I progress into my 20s and maybe in my 30s, maybe I'll look younger. I mean, I hope so. <laughs> Me too, honestly. I can only hope. Mm-hmm. So that's nice of them to say. Um, after they've kind of been slandering me and bullying me. Um, you need to get rid of any negativity that stems from feeling of inadequacy. I don't think I ever feel like I'm inadequate. But, I don't know, maybe I do. I'm just that deep set. <laughs> You need to learn to digest every experience and assimilate without bitterness, regret, spite, or resentment. Um, I really don't think I take experiences, like, I don't, I don't regret a lot of things. Or I don't really resent or spite anything. Like, I think everything is like a learning experience, so that's what I take from it. I take the Mm -hmm. benefits instead of the negativity from it. Mm Mm-hmm. 
but they think I'm the worst person on the planet, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so... I I watch a couple, like, astrology YouTubers or whatever. You know, any of the uh, planets after Moon don't really matter. And so I don't really think, like, we have to read all of that if you don't want to. It's fine. Okay. Oh, I'm getting cramps. This is terrible. Okay. So my moon is in Pisces, like I said before. Um, this says, your emotions are expressed sympathetically. Reading is hard. Mm -hmm. Um, and compassionately. You are sensitive, kind, and gentle. Imaginative, shy, tender-hearted, and have... Have an innate understanding... What? Innate understanding? Innate understanding of how other people feel and react to situations. I am a very sensitive person. I cry constantly. All the time. <laughs> no matter the situation. I just end up crying. Um, I am very shy when it comes to like certain situations or like the people that I'm around. Most of the time, I'm very quiet. Um, and I do try to understand how other people feel and are reacting. Like, I feel like that's just something, like, I can do, is I can sympathize very well, and I can put myself into the other people's shoes, and just, like, kind of understand how they feel, even if I've never been in that situation. Right. My moon is in Cancer. It says, you very easily respond to the emotional environment in which you were placed. Placed. You soak up feelings like a sponge. Perhaps this is why you so easily become moody, irritable, and inconstant in, 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 con in thought and feeling. Um, I do soak up feelings like a sponge. Because I feel like I'm, I can sympathize too. Mm -hmm. Basically what you just said. I, I, I also resonate with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I know, like, Grace has had to listen to a lot of my problems. <laughs> and she, she was pretty good with it. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, I, I always have problems going on, it seems, and so I always tend to talk to her about it. Mm-hmm. She's a very good listener, y'all. Like, really, no matter what it is, she'll, she'll listen to you. Yeah. All right, my next one. It hurts you if another is hurt. True that. Um, because of your kindness and non-judgmental attitude, people in trouble, pain, or confusion come to you hoping to find answers. It is difficult for them to think that you may be in pain yourself, even if you are. You will do your best to help them or teach them. You seem to sense that all the pain you have suffered is for a higher purpose if you only teach others to or help show them the way. I think that's very true. Like, I do, like, use what I've learned from all the pain I've had to take in. Like, I have learned to help people by the pain that I've hurt. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, like, um, and I don't come off as, like, a very hurt person, I don't no. think. No, Because I can take my problems so well, I guess. Um... Yeah, so I don't think people who don't know me will really understand the amount I've had to go through in my life. Yeah. Um, 
And people, like, random people have actually come up to me for, like, with their issues. Hmm. And it's, like, especially people in, like, my other school, like. Yeah. I don't know really how to describe it to y'all. My other school, like, I go to two schools, basically. Yeah. One, I go to now at the beginning of the school day to learn cosmetology. Um, but people at that school who I don't really talk to. I'm not really friends with any of them. And they're all from different areas. Too. Yeah. Um, they talk to me about their issues, and, like, sometimes I don't know why, but I, I just think this is how I come off. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I don't like seeing people, like, cry or, like, be in, like, pain, you know? So, like, if, if I see another person crying, I will end up crying. <laughs> That's true. So, Mike says, learning to control your own moods can be very difficult, yet yet necessary for you. Your greatest need is to nurture and mother someone or ones. You often appear irrational to others because you can't always explain the reason or source of your feelings. Anyone who lives with you must accept your ups and downs and appreciate your need for times of withdrawal. Um, so your greatest need is to nurture and mother someone or ones. I don't really know what they mean by that. Like, you have, like, a very maternal side of you. Oh. It's like, people describe me like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I can see that. Um, you often appear irrational to others because you can't explain the reasons or source of your feelings. Um, yeah, sometimes I'll just be in a bad mood just because, like, something triggered me that mm-hmm. that I can't really talk about because, like, I don't want conflict to start. Right. Especially within my, my house because, like, a lot of, like, political things come up and I don't mm-hmm. agree with my parents. Oh, girl, same. So, <laughs> so it gets very difficult to, you know, kind of voice my opinion because I know my it's going to be overlooked. Mm-hmm. So it's not always overlooked, but it's it's questioned to the point where I think they're overlooking it. So, yeah, I do have my ups and downs and I do need to withdraw because I'm introverted and I need to recharge just by myself and just do the things that I need to do for my well-being, whether that just be lay in my bed and watch something on Netflix or YouTube or Hulu, whatever, um, or listen to music or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I just too much stimulation, I guess. Mm-hmm. It tires me out. Okay, so in mind, this part is like scary. How accurate it is. Mm-hmm. It's like. I don't like that they know this. (laughs) It says, Music plays an important part in your life, and you are instinctively drawn to it. Instinctively drawn to it. It has a voice from your spirit's true home. It helps you express the emotions within, and sometimes are so nebulous or vague, they cannot be put into words. That, that, that's, like, very weird. That that's in here. Yeah. Because ever since I was young, like really young, 
music has played like a huge part in my life more so today than ever really mm-hmm. um because i listen to so many types of music and i explore it so often like that is one, like one of my big hobbies mine too is like just exploring new music and it does help me in a way that words can't under like i cannot put into words mm-hmm. it it makes me it just makes me happy i guess i don't know and like I just have fun, like, making playlists of, like, moods that I'm feeling at that moment. Like, I got my crying playlist. My my playlist that goes from, like, you're crying to, like, starting to feel better. And, like, you know, just, like, different different songs in, like, each playlist that I can just really resonate with. Yeah. Yeah. Um... You're also very sympathetic and understand the unspoken feelings and needs of others. You you take wait whoa 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 okay you take slights very personally slights what the, I what do they mean by slights small in degree. Okay. Small things. So you take small things very personally. And though you may forgive a mistake by a friend or a loved one, you never forget it. Security is very important to you, and you look for it in your home and family family life. Yeah, I, I don't like having everything out there. So security is important to me. Um, and I don't... I don't really forget things like people have had to apologize for or or they didn't apologize for and I felt like they should have apologized for. Mm-hmm. So I do, I don't think I take them very personally per se. Maybe I do at first, but as time progresses, I don't, it's not personal anymore. But I do not, I don't forget it ever. Right. Just yeah. because if you, if you kind of like impact me like that once, I'm not going to forget it. Right. Um... Understand the unspoken feelings and needs of others. Yeah, I think that's true. Um, I can't elaborate because, you know, that's what else could I say? Right. And this is the last one that I'm going to be reading. Um, you are not afraid of difficult or hard work and especially like to work for those less fortunate than yourself. You prefer to work behind the scenes as... Mi- as you may be easily drained of energy by others. There may be talent in art, dancing, or music. Tendencies to daydreaming may need to be controlled. Uh, yeah. That seems very true. Um, I, I worked at a nursing home for with the old people, obviously. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I like helping people, basically. I would rather be helping someone... You know, than working just playing nine to five in a cubicle. Ugh, that would drive <laughs> you know? me. Oh, insane. same, same. I would hate that. I could never do that. Um, I do daydream quite a bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I, I yeah, so that <laughs> that may need to be controlled a little bit, but um, I do like doing the behind the scenes work, but I feel like. That's more so, like, I don't want to see people. 
like that's why I'm having trouble finding a job now is because I don't want to see people I go to school with yeah, <laughs> at work. I definitely. That's why I don't. That's why I don't have a job. It's because I don't want to. I don't want to deal with people here. Right. Right. Yeah. Especially like the town we live in. It's just basically all scumbags, y'all. Like it's it's not safe here. No, it's definitely not. It's not a safe place. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know which one. So since that was your last one, well, you can do more than one if you want to. Okay. Um, your senses and emotions are quite strong. It could be wise for you to listen to your intuitive sides, as you can be quite psychic. Wait, no. Slash what? That's, that's psychic, right? That's psychic. Okay. I didn't notice there was an H in there. <laughs> <laughs> so, I could be quite psychic. Okay. I'll take that. You're very tenacious, and you do not give up or let go of, let go of things or people easily. Your mother is slash was a strong influence for good or... Or ill in your life. Huh. So. Um. How should I unpack this? Your senses and emotions are quite strong. It could be wise for you to listen to. Yeah. I. I guess I can. Like. Like group this in with. um, Second guessing myself. um, And my intuition. Because I've like went through my whole life. Second-guessing myself, always going with the second guess, and whether it be as small as, like, a multiple-choice question on a test, I always end up being wrong. And so I'm afraid for these big decisions that are coming up in my life, if I second-guess myself, will I regret not going with my gut feeling? So, yeah, I do feel that. Um... Just okay. So the next thing I don't give up or let go of people things or people easily. Yeah, I think I'm kinda sentimental in that that sense. Because I don't know, it's kinda hard to like if I put time towards something I it's hard to just let it go. Um your mother is slash was a strong influence for good or ill in your life. Um, that is very true. Like, incredibly true. <laughs> um, not so much ill, but more so good. Because my mom is such an influential person, I think. Mm-hmm. And her life story, I think it's very, um, inspirational. Mm-hmm. So, and she's also, like, she, she's been through a lot. And where she is now, like, she's now, I guess she's thriving in a way. Um, I guess I could say. So, I think that is very um, influential in my life because that, because I want to be like her in that sense. To where, like, I have to go through all these things in this large journey to get where I am today. And have all the blessings and whatnot in my life. So. Um, 
And I think that's... Oh, I'll, I'll, leave, I'll read the last one. Um, you need nurturing. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, um, okay. <laughs> okay. Under stress, you may want to retire... Pause. <laughs> you may want to retire to the comfort of your home. Yup. Totally. Um, Ali and I always make the joke that we're going to retire after high school because we <laughs> cannot deal with the stress of going to college. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you will, f- you will form a strong bond with your mother. Hasn't that already happened? Yeah. Y'all, you and your mother are like so close. It's like. It's just like, I wish I had that. You know? Yeah. That's like you and, like, Grandma Penny. Yeah. Because I don't have a grandmother figure like that in my life. Yeah, like, that's how I explain it. Like, I've explained this to, like, Grandma Penny before. That, like, how me and her are so close, that's how you and your mom are. Yeah. Like... I feel like we all have to have at least that one person. Mm-hmm. And mine just happens to be my grandma. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I do have a grandmother, but she lives far away. And so it's it's hard for me to kind of have that relationship with her. And my other grandmother passed away, like, a super long time ago. My grandma Penny lives, like, half an hour away from me. And, and y'all don't know how mad that makes me. I have to drive... Half an hour just to see my grandma Penny. Don't even get me started on Poppy Bobby either. <laughs> my grandfather. Y'all. He he irritates me. I love him to death, but he irritates me. <laughs> yeah. My grandmother lives 13 hours away from me, and um, my other grandmother um, lives a lifetime ahead of me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... That's what's up. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Grandma. I mean, I could get into my other grandmas, but that would take a while. <laughs> We'd be here for a while. <laughs> um, so. Yeah. Should we get into our quick little segment? Sure. Alright, guys. So, we're getting into what we talked about in the beginning about my haunted house. So if y'all get a little, the little heebie-jeebies, you might want to cut out now. Heebie-jeebies, baby. You should explain why I reopened this investigation. Me and Grace might potentially be cousins. (laughs) Oh, no, that's not why. Oh, I was going to say, I don't, I remember you. You heard the whispers while editing the last podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't tell me that part. You told me that you were looking into, like, your family stuff. And then you decided to, like... Oh, I told you that in the wrong order, then. Because I did originally go on the newspapers to look at the guy who uh, previously lived in this home a long-ass time ago. Oh, sorry. A long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> a long time ago. Uh, but then I got into looking into my family, and Aaliyah and I are cousins, so... Yeah. So, surprise, me and Grace are cousins. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Perhaps. I like to believe we are. Yeah, sure. Um, so I was editing the last podcast, and me and Grace were kind of having a conversation, like the one we're having now, and the audio just cuts out. Like, right in the middle of our conversation, the audio cuts out, and it sounds like little whispers, like something's coming through the mic. 
Yeah, and, and our audio doesn't cut out. Under. No, and we can see the sound waves as, like, we're talking. Um, the way that Audacity is, if y'all have worked with that before, you know exactly what I'm talking about. That did not show up when we were recording. Because I would remember those tiny little yeah. waves. Because I don't like the waves getting small. That means y'all can't hear us. I like the waves being bigger or in the middle. But these were small waves. Which we never we never have an issue with. Um, and so I was a little creeped out. And so as I was editing, I sent a video to Grace of the whispers. And I was like, girl, what is this? Like, because originally we had done a podcast episode. Go listen to it, y'all. Um, about the haunting in my house. And we kind of concluded that it was this guy named Harry. Mm-hmm. But is it really the guy named Harry? We need to find out. If we can get the will to your house, that'd be amazing. My mother will not give it to me. Which I don't know why, y'all. My mom just will not give it to me. You were here that one, the, yeah, one, the first yeah. time I asked for it. Yeah. So, in, instead of going the easy route and checking the will of the house... Is it the will? The deed. The deed? Why are they calling it the will? That's, that's got to do with death, though. So, yes, yeah. we're on the, the subject. <laughs> The deed. Um, instead of looking at that and checking who lived here we have previously. To, we have to take the long way around it. We had to go through a whole bunch of public records. And I actually found the guy in an archived phone book from the 20s. The 1920s. Mm-hmm. While looking at all of the names in this phone book and their addresses in this phone book. Online, I finally found him, by chance. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if I can go through that again to find out who lived in the house after 1938. That, just finding Harry in the first place took us two whole days, guys. Right. Two whole days of just being on FaceTime, looking through our computers, looking on the internet to find public records of this small-ass town we live in. Mm-hmm. My bad, sorry for the cussing. Yeah. But, like, you don't understand how hard finding public records in a small town can actually be. Right. <laughs> but in a sense, it's also kind of easy because there's less people. Say if we were in, like, a larger city, we would go through, like, a whole bunch of people with the same last name and the same name. Yeah. Because there is people of the same name in the town. Mm-hmm. Um, not anymore, but not that I know of, at least. But, yeah, so... The question on whether or not we can conclude that this is the ghost, I don't know if we'll ever have it answered without the deed to the house and without doing research into the person, because in order to find out why they would be haunting the house, we would need to find out what they, what happened in their lifetime to cause the, the spirit to be unrest. Right. So, um... I don't, I actually don't have the document we used in recording the original podcast to this, so I couldn't, I, I just assumed that we knew all these, so I said what we know is, we know his name and his middle initial, he was an interior designer, he had a wife and two kids, we knew two of the places he worked at, and I think we did find out his birthday, but I don't remember. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know off the top of my head, I'm pretty sure we said it. In our original podcast? Yeah, because we did find, a, like, a grave. But I actually went in to go find his grave again because I saw where he was buried and it wasn't found. It, there was no result. 
Mm-hmm. And I think it'd be kind of creepy if we, we just went to the cemetery and looked for this guy. I got trippy, though. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> That'd be a lot of looking. That would be a lot of looking. But, you know, what What else do we have to do? I mean, I gotta get surgery tomorrow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, maybe that's for another time. We'll do a mobile podcast. No, I'm kidding. No, that would be a... That'd be too much work. Yeah, that would be too much. Podcast in Aaliyah's car. We could vlog. <laughs> I had a dream that we were doing a Twitch stream, so look for, look out for that in the future. But that's by the, the time I have a kid, so... Because there was a kid in the dream, and it was my kid. Um, so, look out for the Twitch stream about ten years. <laughs> Not ten years, probably like... Seven. Yeah. Hopefully I'm not having a kid anytime soon. <laughs> God forbid. That would be kind that of questionable, because I wouldn't know how that would happen. Yeah. I, nobody here, thank no, you very much. Uh, no one from here, anyway. Ew. Um, so, there's some more things that need to be investigated. Yeah, we didn't. We never found out when his death date was, did we? No. Um, but I actually, that's one of the things that I found. Oh. Um, and we knew that he may have gone bankrupt, bankrupt on August 15th, 1930, which is, which I did find out is eight years before his death. Okay. So, things we needed to further investigate, I didn't finish the word further in this document, I just noticed. Firth. Firth. <laughs> Firth, we need to figure out. <laughs> did he move before 1938? His exact death date... And people he was associated with or might have done business with. So I found out where his shop was. um, Because he was a well-known interior designer here in the city we live in. Um, And he did a bunch of projects within town. Like decorating the street for Christmas with the police department here. Um... And he went to Cincinnati to decorate um, the roof garden of the Gibson Hotel in 1934. Wait, I just, sorry. I'm, I'm having a realization moment. My great, great, I think two greats, two or three greats, was the chief of police. Okay. For the city. So my great-grandmother... It was her dad, so it was two greats. So she might know something about him. Maybe you could ask. Yeah. Next, well, she's kind of sick right now, so next time I see her, I can ask her about it. And yeah. Okay. Sorry, I'm just making connections in my head. Yeah, yeah. Um, this guy named Geo. I don't know what it's short for. Um. Was Giovanni. Usually it's spelled G-I-O. Right? For like a... Probably. I don't know. Whoever. <laughs> Whatever. Giovanni. Um, was the referee in bankruptcy for when um, this guy went bankrupt in 1930... 1930. Um, he had this assistant that helped him on project that was pretty well it had a lot of praise this guy's name was ralph um you know none of this information is really going anywhere besides like 
you know, these are the people that he worked with on occasion. So in old newspapers, I kind of want to give like a behind the scenes on how I found all of this. So I'm checking like archived newspapers for all, all the new information I got are all from newspapers that I found on the internet from, you know, this time. Um, so before, since like there were no cell phones or quick ways to communicate with people, there was a local and social, um, category in newspapers that would give updates on like what people are doing. Mm-hmm. So if people are going to go out of town, let's say, well, for this situation, Mr. and Mrs. Wagner are, wait, no, not that one. Um, so Mr. and Mr. They, yeah, I guess I could say that one. Mr. and Mrs. Wagner are occupying this apartment on a new street because they moved from this house in 1938, in January of 1938, they moved from this house to a house on a different street, which is not that far from here. No. So, um, yeah. So in these newspapers, it would just say like, these people are out of town for the weekend. Mm-hmm. And there were some squads. They all went, some of them went on vacation together. Oh, dang. They were like squad, they were like. Squad goals. Squatting it up. Jeez, I wish I could be like that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, um, so. Um, oh yeah, I already said this, but um, just to go back to it. Um, so they went to, him and his wife went to Cincinnati to decorate a roof garden of the Gibson Hotel. I haven't done any research on the Gibson Hotel to see if it was, like, actually, like, a notable thing. I'm pretty sure I've heard of the Gibson Hotel before. It, it might be a chain in some way, like the Ritz or something like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I could do a quick search. Mm-hmm. And I've been to Cincinnati, so maybe it's a thing. It is a thing. Oh. Oh, it was a thing. <laughs> Not anymore, apparently. It doesn't look like a thing anymore. It's kind of creepy looking. Uh, yeah, that website is kind of creepy. It looks kind of haunted. <laughs> Jesus, where did that come from? <laughs> what does a rooftop garden look like? Hmm. I don't know. I'm trying to find it. Oh, never mind. These are like ballrooms. 1923. So he decorated it in 1934. So he was notable enough to the point where he was getting out of town calls because we do not live anywhere near Cincinnati, Ohio. No, we're not anywhere near Ohio for that matter. No. But, um, yeah, I guess it's a historic place, it looks like, since there's mm-hmm. a good amount. John F. Kennedy stayed there during his 1960 presidential campaign. Huh, would you imagine? Do look at that. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's so cool, isn't it? <laughs> amazing, and our buddy Harry decorated it. That's that's so fun. Oh my god, Harry, you did a good job, my guy. Yes. I hope you heard that. Yeah. So, and in the local and social thing, because I found out that he went to this rooftop garden in the Gibson Hotel um, through an article... Um, talking about his recent project, which was in town, but I think they wanted to include that he's heading to Cincinnati to decorate a garden. So, 
in the local and social, it actually, I found out that him and his wife are, they spent the winter of 1934 in Cincinnati, Ohio with their son. Their son, I think, I think at one point we knew his occupation, but I can't remember. Because my mom has, like, access, access to censuses, but I don't, because you gotta pay for it. Mm -hmm. That's because, it's not technically, it, it is public record, but it's not easily found. So. Yeah. And the last thing is, um, he died October 9th, 1938, in that, um, in the place that he moved to after this place. Mm -hmm. So since he only lived in this place, in this apartment, for only a couple months, from January to October, he lived there until he died. Um, but he lived here. He lived longest. here much longer. Yeah. Like, I I assumed that his kids were raised here. Yeah. He lived here a very long time. And he, I don't think he moved out until he went bankrupt. Right? He was that bankrupt was in 1930. Then. So that's eight years after. Yeah. And, like, this was a pretty big house, especially for the time. Yeah. So maybe that had something to do with him moving to an apartment. Yeah. Because this is definitely not the, an oh, apartment. Oh, yeah. A down, and it was him and his wife, so I'm. it is a downsize, but they also had two kids. Mm-hmm. So, and a family of four living here mm -hmm. is a lot of space. Yeah. Um, but we also don't exactly know what the house looked like. There was only one add-on. Oh. And that was the downstairs living room. The extra living room. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. That was the only add-on. Do you know when it was added on? When my grandparents lived here. Like, right before... The fact, moved in. the fact that he's a well-known interior designer, that that's kind of like, mm -hmm. maybe he didn't like that. Right. Maybe he didn't, like, as an interior designer, you probably don't like when your stuff is moved. Right. Because you put it in that spot. Right, and... And your family has done some damage to this house with yeah, decorating. Not, yeah, not in a bad way. Oh, no, Not no, no, damage no. in a bad way. No. We decked this house out. As to what it was before... It's not the fanciest looking house. Y'all, we're a family of six with two five-year-olds. <laughs> like, yeah. Not the fanciest house, but it's it's definitely improved a lot since we've moved in. Right, right, right. And that just makes me wonder, like, what it looked like when he was living here. Since right. he was a well-known interior designer. And, like, the fact the basement is untouched. Yeah. And that's where he mainly resides in. Yeah. Is the basement, because we haven't touched that. No. The the walls are still brick and everything. I can tell those have never been touched. Yeah. By anyone. Anybody. Like, it's still the wooden cabinets mm -hmm. that are in there. Those are definitely from when the house was built. Yeah. Because, like, they're, like, cabinets that are, like, in the wall of brick. You can't really put those in very easily. No. And, yeah. I know that one of... The teachers that we have at school lived in this house. She, they didn't really do anything to it, she said. And then my grandparents, my stepdad's mom and stepdad, they lived here. So we know of, like, a good amount of people who the, yes, lived Yes, the in this good house. amount of people who lived here. Because mainly, it's been in my family. This house has been in my family. So. Mm-hmm. 
So it it does it is. I do question because I don't imagine an interior designer would like this his stuff changed. Mm-hmm. Um. Not to say that he's a mad, he's an angry spirit, because I don't think he is. No, he doesn't really do anything to show that he's angry. No. He, I think he just wants us to know that he's here. So. Right. Or it's the fact that he doesn't know that he's dead. Oh. Because that's in some cases where they don't see the changes. Mm-hmm. You know? They still think that they're living that life. The Sixth Sense. Yeah. I didn't like that movie. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I didn't finish it. <laughs> I haven't. I didn't even watch it. <laughs> don't want to. You don't need to watch it. It's, it's not that bad. It's just not good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, that movie's disturbing. Um. But anyway. Um. That is a possibility. Mm-hmm. But, I think, and I'll keep on saying this: the fact that he's this interior designer, and I bet the house look beautiful when he was living here. Right. Especially right. for and the he, time. And he was famous for it too. Like he was famous like around well here for known. It. So his house obviously had to be all decked out. Of course, since he had this reputation of being this mm-hmm. great designer because he would always get hired for things in town like at the churches yeah. and at the armory. Even places out of town like the Cincinnati, Ohio. Like yeah. he was pretty well known. Yep. And, yeah, I feel like the reason why he might still be around is either he doesn't know he's dead, or he... He doesn't like the change. He doesn't like the change, right. Um, so he's, ch- he's he's residing in a place that hasn't been changed. That may, right. that may not be his favorite area in the house, because I wouldn't like being down there. Um, you don't even like going down there. No. I just said that. I don't like that. I don't like it. <laughs> so. Y'all, she threw a hissy fit one time. I made her go down there. I'm like, I don't want to go down there. <laughs> I don't like it Then down you, there. like, huffed and puffed your, your way down the stairs. I don't remember that. It was, I think, it, you and Lil were here, and I was trying to decorate for Christmas oh, or something. Oh, yes. Oh, I did not want to go. And that's before I, I knew there was a ghost yeah. down there. But now I know there's a ghost. Yeah. Um, so, but I'm not really afraid of him. No, he's not a threatening ghost at all. Or spirit, in other words. No. Um, I don't feel threatened by him. No, I don't really ever feel threatened in this house. Even though it, there is a lot of activity. Yeah, and I don't think it's just Harry. No. There's, it there's can't be. no way it's This house just... was built in 1900. Yeah. Harry lived here. Very short amount of time. It, from, like, the the 20s to the, to the late 30s. Right. A very short amount of time to compare to when this house is built. Right. It definitely just can't be here. Because there's too much going on. Because there, it's an there had to be probably at least one family who, who lived in the house and sold it to the Wagners. Right. There's, and there's and just And if we could no get way. that deed, we could find out. But my mom's being shady about it. For some reason or another, she's being hella shady about it. Because at one point we thought somebody was murdered in in this house. Right. I don't really remember the story, but... Neither do I. I remember thinking that at one point, but then kind of just kind of... That faded. Yeah, brushing it to the side, because, like, what else could we do? Right. Um, That still could be a possibility, because, like, the story we had was kind of credible. 
Right. I don't remember really what it was, but I do remember thinking that it was, like... It made sense. Yeah. But it would be interesting to actually, like... Not saying that we're going to do this, because I don't think we are able to. It would be interesting to investigate this home mm-hmm. with, like, ghost adventures stuff. Yeah. But we don't have any of that stuff. I could DM Nick. True! Maybe he could come over. Or Zach, maybe? Maybe Zach, and there would be a ghost adventures episode. Yeah. Um... But but then my my location would be exposed. Oh no! I don't want that. You can you can say Zach. You need to blur my face out. No, I don't care about my face. I don't care if they see me. Like I don't care if y'all see me. Fake name. I just don't want them to know where like my location. Who you don't want who to know? Anybody? Everybody? Everybody? Ghost Adventures watchers? Yeah. Okay. Podcast viewers, listeners. I mean. Yeah. I don't want to know what town I'm in, what state I'm in. But the clout, Aaliyah, the clout. <laughs> we are at Aaliyah Blaine on on Instagram. <laughs> at me. <laughs> yeah. This is the most scariest house I've ever been in, says Zach. And ah, did you just feel that? I just got the sense of cold. <laughs> Whoa, 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 Aaron, feel this. Feel right here. It's like touching the air. Whoa, what's that? Whoa, I, my hand just got cold. Yo, some, something just grabbed my back. Something just grabbed my back. <laughs> Start stripping. <laughs> we spent too much time watching Ghost Adventures. Oh my God. Um, Aaron, I'm locking you in the basement. <laughs> Zach, I don't want to go down there. Do I have to do it all by myself? Jay, where would Jay be? Probably up here. Yeah, yeah. Nerve, 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 nerve center? Yes. Nerve center? That doesn't sound right, but it it does at the same time. Yeah. Maybe I'm questioning it. Where would nerve center be? Probably in this middle room here. Yeah, I was right outside that too. of my room. Mm-hmm. So there's like a middle like, section in between my my room, my sister's room, and the bathroom. This is technically the maid's quarters. Yeah. Just in old houses with two staircases, the stairs in the kitchen lead up to the maid's quarters. Yeah. Um. Probably explains like the cabinets. <laughs> yeah. Because I got like this walk-in closet, but like it's not. A walk-in... Like, it's not a regular walk-in closet. It's not large enough or tall enough. No. But there's, like, cabinets and, like... Deep cabinets. Deep cabinets and, like, a countertop, basically, in there. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So. Because most of of the activity happens in here or in the basement. Mm Mm-hmm. But I think most of the activity happens in here because it's... Me and you spend the most time up here. We kind of welcome it. Yeah, and, like, I believe in it. Mm-hmm. Unlike my family, you know? Like, I believe in it, so I feel like the ghosts, like, the spirits are more attracted. Yeah. <sighs> um, but I feel like any old house is gonna have some activity. Yeah, like, we're, like it's kind of... Yeah, that's inevitable, I think. Yeah. For... A house with multiple families who've lived in it. Mm-hmm. 
lots of stories and mm-hmm. problems and hardship and um yeah i think a lot of the houses just here where we live are just sketchy in that sense to where like yeah. oh there's so many old houses here yeah. like there's rarely ever a new one built oh no rarely um I'm trying to think where a new house is being built probably is out where i live yeah and I but know. not 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 right now but i know like there's some new houses yeah not yeah. that new but semi couple years mm-hmm. yeah but not here because there's no space right right there's been so much like building and but it's already the the damage has been done and a lot of like these places not only are they old but they're unkept right so they look they have paint chipping off the sides and <laughs> and you know it's just it's just and they have got overgrown yeah weeds and it's just ugly it's, yeah not and there take, are a lot not, of condemned houses too mm-hmm. that a lot of druggies live in yeah so they just condemned another house the other day and i was driving by when they were doing it they were they had hazmat suits on when i was driving by because the like the way that it is like the house is like on the corner and there's a lane to go up to my my great-grandmother's hairdresser I was driving my great-grandmother to her hairdresser, and we were driving by, and it was obviously a meth bust, because, like, mm-hmm. meth capital of the freaking world, I guess. <laughs> a lot of meth. Um, <laughs> Too much. Yeah, and I was like, Nan, like, that looks like a meth bust right there. They have the hazmat suits on and everything, like, the fire department, the police, and the uh, people in the hazmat suits were all there. And then the next day in the news, in the, uh, in the news I read that they condemned that house. Mm. Have they found the source of that house fire that just happened? Because they're still investigating that. My yeah. mom brought that up to me. I'm like, yeah. 11 kids. Can yeah. you believe that, y'all? A family of 13. Family of 13. Mm-hmm. Yep. Gosh. I can't imagine. This is a really scummy family, too, y'all. Like, I feel bad. There's, like, a lot of... There's, it's, it's really sketchy. Yeah. Um, but... That's not our dirty laundry to air out. Yeah, no. Not going to be expanding on that any further. No, it's <laughs> not. It's not pleasant. Anything about this town is not pleasant, y'all. No. There's a lot of shady crap going on down here. So much to the point where it's like, you can't really trust it no. at all. My stepdad actually got his golf clubs stolen. <laughs> but that was his bad. He left them out in the front. Yeah. On, on the on the sidewalk leading up to our backyard. Let's call clubs out. Be, like, in front of the fence. Like, right from the fence, rather than carrying them in the fence. Like, dude. Come on. We can't no. trust nobody here. No, you can't. And the fact that, like, somebody just walked up and took golf clubs. <laughs> That's the most here thing ever. Because, like, usually if you play golf, you can afford to play golf. Which, Yeah. Or, like, somebody could just, they, they could have just stolen them to sell them. Yeah. It, no, but, like, and we're, like, one of the most well-off families here. Like, one of the more. Yeah. Because <laughs> my family's big mm-hmm. and known. So. Yeah. Um. Oh. Damn. Dang. Do y'all hear that? Got a kink in my neck. I'm a snap, crackle, and pop over here. Yeah. 
Um, but that's 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 life. Mm-hmm. Living in a really crappy area. Yeah. But we won't be here for that much longer. Nope. Uh, but I don't want. I don't want to think about that because that's a lot of stress. Yeah. So, um, I've been Grace. I've been Aaliyah. And this, and this has been, been the In My Room podcast. podcast.